0: Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast, where this year we are sharing 52 financial tips to transform your finances. So if you want to be better at managing your money, you want to pay off debt, you want to buy your first home, or you want to learn about investing and where to invest, how to begin, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Peter Kamalafe, and I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further delay, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to week number 4, tip 4 in our 52 week journey to transform your finances this year. You have me back home. I'm not in Thailand anymore, and truth be told, I actually shot this episode in Thailand, but when I look back at the footage, the audio was just horrible, and so you have me today in my downstairs living room. This week, we are going to change tacks. We're going to talk about a topic that is very close to my heart, one that I'm very, very passionate about because I have personal experience of this, and one that is misunderstood and not Um, at the top of too many people's agenda. It should be at the very, very top. It's a very important topic. So tip number four this week is going to talk about your pensions and increasing your pension contributions by 1%. So let's start off with a little bit of background, guys. What is a pension? A pension is simply an account that holds money, that is going to provide an income for you when you retire at some point in the future. You're not gonna work forever, at some point you're gonna to want to finish work and you're gonna to want to put your feet up and enjoy life at a pace that suits you. Many people already have an idea of what they want to do when they reach retirement. Some people don't, but some people, I would hazard a guess and argue that some people would want a comfortable retirement with their house paid off, with enough money in the bank for them to be able to do whatever it is that they want to do. So a pension is really, really important in order for you to get a comfortable retirement. And in this week's tip, I want to delve a little bit um, into pensions and what some recent legislation has meant for the pensions landscape and how it's going to potentially affect you. So back in 2012, the government introduced a piece of legislation, which meant that if you are an employee within a business, your employer has to make a contribution into your pension on your behalf. Over the years, this number has escalated. It started at 1%. As of this year, the minimum your employer has to contribute into your pension, if you're an employee, is 3% percent. In conjunction with that, the legislation meant that if you opt in to pay into your pension scheme, that you also have to make a contribution of five percent. As a result, there is a huge debate and questions being asked around whether the state pension is actually going to be available in 20 to 30 years' time. Now, I know that many of you in the community are between the ages of 20 and 30, And with that said, that means that this will directly affect you. Actually, it will directly affect me. I'm only 40, so in 20 years' time, it may not be available for me either. But what that basically means is that you're potentially losing out on seven to £8,000 of income when you get to retirement. So planning for your retirement right now and doing something about your retirement right now is really, really important. Time is of the essence. So the pertinent question here is, Pete, How much of a difference is 1% really going to make? It's a relatively small amount. How is that going to add value to my retirement journey? And let's face it, guys, this is not just a long-term plan. This is way beyond that. This is an ultra-long-term view. This is something that you're not going to benefit from in 10 years' time or 15 years' time. This is something that you're going to benefit from in 20 years. To 25 years time. And the big question that is often asked by a lot of people is, well, I'm young, why should I bother right now? I can deal with it when I get round to it a bit later on in life or when I'm older. And that's, so, that's an approach that I took myself. In my 20s, I thought pensions, who cares? I'll deal with it when I get to my 30s. And in my 30s, I didn't deal with it. I started dealing with it when I was about 35 years old. And if I started earlier, I'd have more in my pension pot than I currently do right now. And don't get me wrong, my pension pot is pretty decent, but I would have more. And this is why time is of the essence. So how much of a difference is 1% going to make? Let's have a look at some numbers, and I'm going to illustrate the difference that it can make. So let's just assume that you're earning £25,000 per year. We already know that under the auto-enrolment legislation that your employer has to contribute 3% into a pension on your behalf and if you've opted in, you have to contribute a minimum of 5%, so that's a total of 8% going into your pension pot. If you are earning £25,000 a year, that equates to £2,000 per year. Now let's just assume that you're not going to retire for the next 30 years. And whilst you're paying this money into your pension, it is invested in the markets. And over a 30-year period, you get an average return of 5%. Now, simple math dictates that if you contribute £2,000 per year over a 30-year period, you have only physically contributed £60,000 into your pension over that period of time. However, with... A 5% average return on a yearly basis from your pension fund returned because all pensions are invested in the stock market in some way, shape or form. If you assume a 5% return on average every single year, your pension would be worth £136,000. Now again you've only contributed 60,000 but you've doubled your money by function of it being invested in the markets and returning a 5% return on average every single year. So that gives us a baseline. Let's have a look at what would happen if you increased your contributions by 1% and what the monetary figure looks like. So if you were to increase your pension contribution by 1%, so Your employer will still pay in 3% but you up yours from 5% to 6% and you're earning £25,000 per year. It means that you're contributing £2,250 per year into your pension pot. Now again, let's just assume that you've got a 30-year timeline towards retirement and you return 5% on average every year via your pension funding being invested in the markets, then that means that you would have only have contributed paid into your pension pot 67 and pounds, but with a 5% return on average per year from your investment returns, your pension would be worth over 153,000 pounds. Now when you compare that to the first example where you're only contributing 8% into your pension, that is an uplift, a gain of 17,000 pounds. That is a lot of money over a 30-year period of time. Now, it goes without saying, and this is a bit of a disclaimer. Now, I've assumed 5% annual average returns on your investment funds. The reality is that you will have some years where your pension will go down in value. That is an absolute given. But the idea here is that you need to plan ahead and you need to put something in place to ensure that you have a sufficient pension fund to provide you with the retirement that you want, the retirement that you deserve. Now let's face it, you're going to work 20 to 30 years, perhaps building your own business, or as an employee within another business, you deserve to retire. Doing what you want to do without having to worry about money being an issue. So, this is really, really important. It's planning ahead. Yes, it is an ultra long term plan, but it's one that you need to start planning and thinking about right now because time really is of the essence. So, what happens if you're self employed or you're a freelancer? That presents an issue of its own because you don't have an employer bound by law to pay into your pension on your behalf, effectively giving you free money. What are your options? Well, you still have the option of being able to open a personal pension plan. And you can do that with a ton of providers now. B, and Moneybox are two uh, providers that will give you the facility to open up a pension plan. Now, you can pay into your pension plan on a monthly basis, on an ad hoc basis, as and when you see fit. You can pay into the pension from a personal account, and you can also pay into the pension from a business account. Now, doing either of those two things gives you advantages. So, if you pay in from a personal account, you get a tax top up from the government, which means that if you pay in £100, the government will pay in uh, £25. Pounds of that, 25% of your contribution on your behalf. You also get that benefit if you're employed within a business, it's called tax relief. And if you pay uh, money into your personal pension from your business account, you also get to save money on corporation tax, national insurance and dividend tax. If you are self-employed, it's really important that you really consider your steps because Tax efficiency is very, very important in how you actually take the money from your business and pay it into a pension pot. So my advice to you would be to seek help from a qualified financial advisor to really ascertain the steps that are best suited to you if you are self-employed or a freelancer. It's really, really important, guys. Don't try and do it by yourself do take some guidance. If you're going to see a financial advisor for this kind of matter, generally speaking, they will not charge you for your first meeting or perhaps even your second meeting. But it's important that you get a professional opinion. Now, I've only literally just scratched the surface of pensions. There is so much more to talk about, so much more to highlight when we talk about pensions specifically. And throughout the next 48 weeks, we are going to revisit some of these principles. We're going to revisit some of the principles around investing and why pensions are one of the first areas that you should think about because of the tax efficiency elements. I've not spoken about how uh, pensions are outside of your estate. I've not spoken about how you're going to get all the tax benefits, the tax relief and the tax-free cash that you can also take from your pension pots. Those will come a bit later on. But really, guys, what this boils down to is you have to have the ability to think about the bigger picture for this particular tip this week. This isn't about five years or 10 years' time, like I said earlier. This is about thinking ultra long term. This is about thinking 20, 25 years in the future. If you don't do it, nobody's going to do it for you. So what are the things that you can do next? If you are within a business and you want to take this tip up, you want to increase your contribution by 1%, then the first thing you need to do is you need to go and speak to your HR team in your place of work tomorrow. You should just be able to give them an instruction and they will walk you through how they will facilitate that instruction. If you are self-employed, it is extremely important that you seek some financial advice. There are so many pitfalls that you can fall into by doing it by yourself. You really need to understand the best steps that you need to take based on your circumstances. If you have any questions at all on anything that I've spoken about in this episode, please do feel free to drop me a message via the community. I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear about the level of contributions you're making into your pension at the moment. Are you paying into your pension at the moment? Are you already paying more than enough into your pension? You think, well, actually, Pete, I'm in the right place right now. Share with us your thoughts. Share with us your comments will be interesting to have some insights from you guys. If you are listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. you in the episode that you've listened to today join our free community where you will find free resources and more in-depth content on all things finance and money and you will also find a community where you'll be supported by people who are on a similar journey to you links to our free community can be found on our website conversationofmoney.com or on our instagram at conversation of money thank you for listening thank you for being here again it means the world to me I'm your host, Peter. Until next week, take care.